Algar Productions. Welcome to the Post-Atomic Horror, the most comprehensive Star Trek podcast ever produced, with your hosts, Ron Algar-Watt and Matt Robotham. Episode 414, covering Et in Arcadia Ego, Part 2, with Nathan Lajeunesse. Hi, friends. It's uh, Picard finale time. Picard and, uh, 10, The Revenge. Yes. And uh, <laughs> Nate, Nate, it's been a while, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. At least like the whole season. T- mm. Yeah. But, I mean, I, for some reason, I am under the impression you... No, I guess you were on for the last uh, disco season. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I think... I was like, I know you were on early? for the Steven Universe thing, but... Uh, yeah. No? Okay, I my my terrible memory is not a great way to start this show. Or, or I mean, s- mine's the same. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, Al, that is Nate, and he has been here. Have I? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, is that is that Nate or is that Nathan or is it Nathaniel? Oh, I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Your name just keeps getting longer. <laughs> uh, so this was an ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this, a new beginning. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. You, you should work for CBS All Access. <laughs> Some might say oh, these that, old that endings mean. are new beginnings. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm trying to get Each a, another you know, tra- that... step in our trek to the stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get a, a general feel for what we thought before we get into it. I was... Mm. Little disappointed, I will say. It was fine. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, I think that's probably a pretty good description. I was like, I liked it and I hated it at the same time. <laughs> yep, same. No, Matt, I know your your initial reaction was that you were very excited, and I don't want to take away that from mm. that. I'm just like my 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 thing was they stuck the landing in a lot of important ways, and in a, mm-hmm. many other ways they didn't. You know, yeah, no, uh, overall I liked it, but there are flaws. Yes. It was like flaws. they were falling down a hill, but then every once in a while they would stick a landing and then keep falling and then stick the mm-hmm, landing mm-hmm. again and yeah. then keep falling again. <laughs> or it's like the the sensation of falling down a hill is so much fun that you didn't notice you were getting bruised very badly. I mean, that's also yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I think no I, I like enjoyed it while I was watching it the first. Well, that's not true. There were a couple things where you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh-huh. mostly I was like, oh, my friends are here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Nate, I've, I've been trying to remember to do this with, with everyone. What overall is your feel? Like, how have you been feeling about the series, like, prior to this episode? I, I feel like you were really enjoying it, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I just tried not to think about it very much. Fair. <laughs> ah, that's fair. Which, like, that's how I kind of go into everything. <laughs> right. I, I enjoy it while I'm there and try not to think too hard because then I might not be enjoying myself anymore. <laughs> which, when I had to write a this summary for this episode I had yeah to think i was gonna say everything. so I'm like oh so the hmm. the act of coming on our show and having to dissect it made you enjoy it less that's uh, oh sorry you changed no, the outcome by looking good. at it i like that mm-hmm. i like that because then i don't tell people that the show is really good and you should watch something and then you realize that it actually isn't that great when people yeah. come back to you and say, actually, here's all the things that suck about it. And you're just <laughs> like, uh, well, you're correct. Uh-huh. But, 
it. I'm sorry I that there's... I didn't realize that not everybody can just not think about things. <laughs> there's, there's... I, I legit envy that. I really do. I feel like the act of doing this show for the last 10 years has sometimes really ruined some things for me that I would have otherwise mm. enjoyed. But, mm -hmm. but on the other hand, when it stands up, when, when I can like put it under that magnifying glass and it's still great, mm -hmm. that makes it way better. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Matt, has that been your experience? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you not get what we're saying that like analyzing the hell out of this shit kind of ruins the experience? Yeah. You're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's I don't like know, it's uh, working I think about in animation when, like, you kind of you know what good animation is supposed to look like, and then uh -huh. everything else is kind of like you're just looking, you just see all the mistakes. Sure. Yep. Matt's like, I don't know what I, I don't know what you're talking about. I just like the spaceships. Mm -hmm. It was like a kick-ass space fight the in this episode. Are pretty good. Also, did you yeah, see that I mean, part where what... Seven and that lady kicked each other for a while? Fucking show rules. Mm -hmm. I mean. That was, I for all the problems I had, I liked that bit. Mm -hmm. It's good I mean, kicking. All right. Seven of nine in this show is just like... Yes. It's This is the seven of nine show. Mm -hmm. It kind of is. I mean, Picard definitely gets enough to do that he doesn't feel, like, overshadowed, but she's definitely, like, the second, you know, the co-star. Mm -hmm. I'm too old mm -hmm. to kick anymore. Mm -hmm. We need someone who can kick, and <laughs> we can't fair. find Crispin Glover, so... Someone, some would say I've always been too old to kick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They tried to convince us that he wasn't when he had that old man fight with Malcolm McDowell. That's but, true. Uh, remember when three old men fought for a while? What a great movie. <laughs> I'm Captain Picard. Uh -huh. I don't remember that. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. It's not a yeah, great movie. And Shatner was there, too. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I like that movie. Okay. Eh. But, Merry right, Christmas to me, it. Captain Picard. It's <laughs> <laughs> all I've ever wanted is a Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, he it had that hilarious part for you, Matt, where his uh, his his brother and nephew died. That was pretty fucking funny. You, oh you think that's hilarious for some reason? <laughs> Renee, yeah. if that that's that's oh uh, exhibit A for the <laughs> prosecution in the case of Matt being a monster. By the way, <laughs> that's not a hard one to right, uh, that's not a hard one to solve. By the way, no, you've just pled guilty anyway. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like monsters. All right, Nate, let's get let's get down to it. Why don't you tell us what happened in Et in Arcadia? Oh, God, I hate this title. Why don't you tell us what happened in the Picard finale? Part two. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a lot here. And I didn't do it in exactly the order that it came in the show, but it should still make sense, I hope. No, sometimes, sometimes when you group things sort of by theme, it makes more sense. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So... Seven and Elnor are having a little sit-down back at the old Borg cube, and Elnor accidentally asks Seven if she should have died rather than be rehabilitated. This guy's a real piece of work, as they say. <laughs> as they chat, Neric trots, trots past in the background as he sneaks onto the ship. He manages to avoid being found by standing out in the open, when suddenly, a knife! But it's just his gross sister. He convinces her to let him take a bunch of grenades to blow up the giant flowers. Also, he's sad about being a total fuck-up disappointment, which I think is supposed to make him more pitiable for when he takes the grenades to La Serena in a classic double cross. Rios and Rafi are back at that old ship he likes to work on, where they use a magic wand to fix a hole in a pipe with the power of imagination. When Narek arrives and tells them that he'd like the universe to not end, they tell him to fuck off. <laughs> 
Narek tells the dynamic duo about plot. When all of a sudden, surprise, Elnor! They make him stand down and they plan a plot, a ploy to start a war. I mean, end. <laughs> end the war on meat people. <laughs> Dr. Murderer watches as Soji scans her eyeballs so she can check on Picard in jail. He diplomats his ass off at her and he begs her not sh he begs her to shut down the beacon. She says that organics never gave them a choice of whether they get to live or die, so why shouldn't she indiscriminately kill all organic life? Jurati distracts Meat Data so that she can steal Saga's eyeball and break Picard out. Picard is testy and out of sorts when he and the good doctor arrive back at the now empty ship, which they launch into space in an effort to stall the Romulans long enough for Starfleet to come and save them, maybe. Dr. Gerardi says, make it so, and I cringed so hard my skeleton squeezed out of me ass first. <laughs> Commodore O delivers a terrible cut-to-commercial bad guy evil cackling line like a fucking Disney villain. The Scooby gang bang-boozles the, the droids into letting them back in with their prisoner and a soccer ball with secret grenade in it because Rios just fucking loves the game and the droid is like, hell yeah, bro, just fucking love soccer, man. Cool, come on in. <laughs> Meanwhile, Meat Data is delighted to find that Dr. Murder's magic corpse is ready to have a brain implanted in it but is interrupted by Saga's corpse broadcasting her last moments, and while he does not notice that her whole eyeball is gone, he does see that she was murdered, not by Sad Lad, but by Soji's golden Vulcan weeb sister. <laughs> he immediately finds the Scooby Gang, and they hatch a plot to, gr to grenade the beacon. Meet Data tells the Golden Sister that he has found out her murdery plot and hits the off button on his remote, while the rest of the gang tries to kick the soccer ball into the goal, but Soji catches it and tosses the bomb into the air like a whole Batman 66. <laughs> Back on the Borg, Borg cube, Marissa is trying to shoot Lesseran out of the sky, but Seven Sparta kicks her into the, the abyss. The Romulans arrive at the planet uh, so Commodore O can evilly quip again. The flowers die valiantly while destroying, like, three Romulan spaceships. <laughs> Dr. Gerardi remembers the time that Picard cast Mirror Image on his spaceship and uses the magic wand to make a million fake Lacerinas, which they immediately shoot and hit the real one, thus breaking the illusion. <laughs> Picard does his best manipulating to try and convince Soji one last time to stop the beacon. She is very conflicted, but activates it anyway. Then Starfleet shows up, headed by Captain Riker. Picard's brain falls off. The doctor juices him up with brain-fix medicine so he can finish diplomating Soji one last time again. This time, for real, in public. <laughs> and just as the space worms are about to come and destroy all humans, Soji punches the beacon off. And I stopped writing in the middle of this sentence <laughs> because I, <laughs> I was watching it and um, the next note is, God damn, Jonathan Franks is hot. <laughs> uh-huh. Here, here. <laughs> Picard's brain falls off again, and he goes back into his data fever dream. They beam back down to the planet so everyone can cuddle his fragile human form as he perishes. He tells Shoji that the power was inside of her all along. The power is being able to choose not to become the destroyer, after all. Everyone cries forever. <laughs> Seven and Rios share a booze and connect over repeating mistakes, hers being that she just can't stop killing people, and his being that he just can't stop falling in love with old male authority figures. <laughs> Let's peek at Raffi and Elnor. Yep, still crying. 
<laughs> then we are back into the data fever dream, which is actually a quantum simulation. We have a nice little catch-up between old dead friends about self-sacrifice and guilt and regret and living forever in a simulation and the nature of things. Alas, Picard can't stay dead forever. Data tells him that they downloaded his brain into the meat golem and he has to go back. But not before he promises Data that he'll finish the job that was started so many years ago and end his life slash simulation. Picard wakes up to the blurry, smiling faces of all his friends and they have a cup of tea. They tell him that his new body is just like the old one, except without the self-destruct mechanism his old shitty brain had. We see Data chilling in his simulation like a fancy lad, preparing to shuffle off this mortal coil with his dear captain holding his hand, while the people outside have a little funeral for him and pull the plug on his simulation machine. In the simulation, Data ages and drifts off into space. Rios and Gerardi have another inexplicable smooch. A sad, solitary crumb is tossed at the gaze as we swiftly pan past Seven and Raffi touching their fingertips together. Uh And we set off on our next big adventure with our ragtag crew of misfits and dear old Captain Picard powerfully telling Rios to engage. Excellent. Very nice. First of all, I think the turn of phrase, suddenly a knife, is probably (laughs) the funniest thing I've heard since we did this series. Like, in the last ten weeks, that's the funniest damn thing. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Also, you had, like, you had a lot of problems with this episode, which we're about to get into, Mm -hmm. but you also used the phrase, cries forever, which to me seems like a Nate home run, right? You would think everyone crying forever that's like that's two-thirds of the way there i know okay but like i was reading your notes of course because i like to snoop on people (laughs) and um exactly what you said in there was like like it it didn't mean anything it has no crying has to mean something this is this is this is my bad thing actually Mm -hmm. um they spent a lot of time getting us to feel sad about picard dying both in the build-up and then with everyone's reactions and if you look down at the at how much time is left, which I've gotten in the habit of doing for this show because there's always 17 minutes left in a Voyager mm-hmm. episode, mm-hmm. there were yep. 17 minutes left. And <laughs> with season two has already been announced and the episode yeah. still got like a third left. He's not going anywhere. Like, I, I love a good crying sequence. I love a tragic, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. everyone is sad, especially in this character that I'm very invested in has mm-hmm. actually died. But we knew he wasn't dead. There's no point because everything is obviously going to be fine and I felt like my time was being wasted. Yeah. Yep. I, no, yeah. That said, exactly. we got a lot of really good scenes out of it. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. just... Uh, just that lingering felt, like, okay, yeah. but how are you going to bring him back? Yeah, well, we knew. I mean, yeah. they actually called it ahead of all of us, but we all figured it out eventually. Like, mm-hmm. oh, obviously they have this spare body. Yeah. Yeah, well, in the first episode, they're like, oh, yes, here's dear old Captain Picard. He's he's actively dying. So, yep. I mean, that's going to happen. But then they introduced the backup. So it was like, mm-hmm. I was just waiting for them to put him into the meat golem. Yep. Okay, but what was the original plan for that golem? Do we ever know that? Uh, it was so, I think what's it was originally intended for Alton. Yeah, All, good old Alton. Right. I, th- I don't much care for him. <laughs> he th- assumes are an acquired <laughs> Such a good taste. Line. That was good. 
Yeah, I was like, I also don't much care for Alton Soong. I mean, my I reaction they... anytime a Soong shows up at this point is just like, Ugh, another one? But <laughs> I think the show really leaned into that. They didn't make him likable, and then they had Data mm-hmm. explicitly say, yeah, nobody really likes that. They don't They don't make any of them likable. That's the point no. of them. Yeah. But and still, I kind of like that it's if like, it's on purpose. this character that I don't like. But was he dying? Like, he's a bit old, but was he so old that he... Well, I think like... he just wanted to live forever with his android friends. Yeah. But, yeah. but what, he, what he said to Agnes was, there's little time, we need to hurry to get the golem ready. Mm-hmm. And, like, why? What? What is the... Like, I was waiting for some great reveal. Like, I don't know, there were theories, like, maybe it's going to end up being lore, or maybe, you know, like, who knows? But Oh, uh, wait, maybe it was because he knew that... The robot tentacles were going to come and kill all, of, all organics, so he had to get into his robot oh, body, so he'd trick them. That's actually, mm-hmm. that's very good, yes, because I did wonder about that, too. Why did mm-hmm. this human think he was going to be spared by the robot apocalypse? And that, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's cool. All did these they, androids are going to vouch for me. after they found out? I don't know that they ever said it exactly. I think Matt's reading between the lines, but yes. it's a very good reading, I think. No, but him saying, like, we don't have much time, we have to... Uh, he said that working. He said that basically as soon as he met Agnes. He's like, uh, "You you killed Bruce. Shame on you! But now Shame. you have a chance to redeem yourself, and we have to hurry." You... Was that before or after they had the mind meld thing? I think it might have been after. So it might, yeah, it was it. after. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that works. I don't, I don't okay. remember, but it well, makes hmm. as much sense as anything. That makes sense. No, no, that's and that's one of the many ways the show like. It doesn't make things explicitly clear sometimes? It sure doesn't. And it that... seems like they make the wrong things explicitly clear mm-hmm. all the time. No, you you pointed out that they they uh, mentioned those grenades about 86 times, and mm-hmm. and we don't get... Well, I mean, Matt, this kind of turns into your bad thing. I yeah? mean, this show in general is really bad at forming any kind of connection without putting any of the work in. Like mm-hmm. 10, 10 or eleven, I, what is it? Ten episodes. Ten episodes. We never see seven and Hugh together, and there's supposed to be like this big like connection for seven, where like they killed Hugh, his good friend or her good friend. Yeah, when she kicks when she kicks Narissa off into the the bottomless pit, she's like, "That's for Hugh." Like, yeah. Did you even know him? Like, th- yeah. they never shared a scene, and that was a thing I was really excited to see on this show going forward. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Rios and Agnes hook up, hook up, and like, I barely remember that they had sex. Like, there's like this, this like, because <laughs> it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was nothing. Like, there's this this beautiful linking of their hands and kissing, like uh, as we send everybody off, and I'm just watching, going, oh yeah, he fucked Agnes. He no, was they... a guy and she was a girl. Mm-hmm. Can I make it any more obvious? <laughs> I don't. I mean, you know, thank like you for that. that old classic Earth song. Listen, I'm always I mean... happy to hear from Avril Lavigne. So, oh, <laughs> uh, I could have, I could have gone without knowing that was a Avril Lavigne reference. Canadian treasure, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> I mean, you had to know. <laughs> um, but I don't know because they also pulled the same dumb trick at the end with she's a woman and she's a woman and they hook up. So at least it's not just a heteronormative thing, but also like you said, throwing crumbs at the gays. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I am like, I am here for seven and Rafi hooking up, but like you gotta put the work in guys. You can't just be. And then they had sex too. Everybody has sex no, with they somebody by so fast. Yeah. Except Elmo, of course, who it, has nobody. Well, Picard either. <laughs> so I guess those two hook up. 
Well, uh, nope. Let's just turn uh, you turn on that. Well, actually, I pledge my sword to you. She assumed. Amanda said she assumed Soji would hook up with Elnor next because mm-hmm. she has a type like uh, problematic Romulan. <laughs> uh huh. So like those two would hook up, and then Picard is alone. I mean, Soji. <laughs> I mean, that's how he wants it to be. Not for nothing. Yes. You could just get a dog. <laughs> I mean, he has a dog. <laughs> no, Soji. Just you could just oh, get a dog. Yeah. Well, they could build a dog. They built butterflies. They built cats. They could definitely yep. build a dog. I really appreciated Spot 2, the cat who never dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dream. <laughs> but you couldn't make a software spot to keep Data company in his Moriarty box? That's kind of sad. <laughs> no, did he's a... he make that simulation, or did someone make it for him? No, I'm, I'm sure they made it for him. I'm sure probably Soong made it for him. But it's like, mm. he's in there alone, but also you made an exact copy of his cat out in the world where he mm. can't interact with it. That's, that seems cruel. That's kind of mean, yeah. Yeah. Your cat is just here beyond your reach, Data. Oh, well. We're going to pet him. I built a cat to replace the cat that you had. It's my cat now. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Okay, now it makes sense. Uh (laughs) I always hated you, Data, because my father didn't love me. I do like that Data refers to him as his brother. Uh we're We're just embracing that. Even though it is a total retcon and came from out of nowhere, it's also like, eh, yeah, I guess he's my brother. Whatever. Oh, fun. you met my garbage idiot brother? <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, not that one. No, not that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> the other, other, other one. Data's family that came out of nowhere. No, not that one. Data's yeah, got kind no, of a rough family. Yeah, we talked about this last week. It's it's not. It's part of the pattern to suddenly pull out a data relative like mm-hmm. out of fucking mm-hmm. nowhere. This is. This is kind of an homage to Next Gen more than uh, bad writing, I think. Yep. Is he supposed to be that old, though? That yeah, feels about right. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah? Okay. I mean, Cause soon I mean was, like, was ancient. Uh, yeah. Mm. And that was 30 years ago. Mm. Mm. Okay. No, that tracks. Honestly, it I, makes I more sense like... for, like, Data to have, like, an adult brother he didn't see that much, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Or... Uh, Noonie and Soong feels like he might ha- be one of those dudes who, like, has a side family. Yeah, huh? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Listen, uh, I don't like to be bound by the, uh, d- by common human ideas like only having sex with one person. <laughs> yeah, only, only uh, gross people don't do that. <laughs> uh, so, since we're doing bad things, Nate, what do you got? <sighs> What the fuck is a goddamn magic wand doing in my Star Trek show? <laughs> You're raging. Uh, it this. was so annoying. <laughs> so annoying! Because <laughs> it's like, well, how are we going to make this thing happen? I don't know. Give them a magic wand. They can fucking fix. The problem with the ship with the La Serena was that some techno babble doohickey was fused. Which means there was a hole in it, I guess? That doesn't make sense. I don't know. And then I, they point liked... a magic wand at it and make a wish, and then it <laughs> fixes a hole. It's so fucking stupid. I hate I, it so I will much. Say, I will say the techno babble I actually kind of liked in that case, because what he said was, this thing is broken, and I need to replicate a piece for it, but I can't. the replicator doesn't work because that thing is broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I liked all of that. Like that was the a very only thing simple I didn't like was the magic problem. wand fixing mm-hmm. it. It it it. <sighs> They could have just had a screwdriver, a space screwdriver, <laughs> and fixed it with that, and it would have been fine. But because I they think... had to make a wish to make it happen, it just, like, uh, I fucking hated it. I think another popular science fiction franchise already has the magic screwdriver thing covered. Uh-huh. Though, so, like, we had to do something else. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Could have called it, like, a space it wrench. It works there. Yeah. Problem solved. Spanner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, it, I, it just felt like technology that you know looks like magic because we don't know what it is but i i get your i get your objection i didn't bother me mm. it just looked like fucking nanites you know like whatever yep. but i mean we all have like our lines like mm. i don't like the swearing nobody else seems to care about that sure uh, like I, I didn't even notice that they were swearing oh my were god there was more this one? there was more in this one than there were in any other episodes mm. there was there were like huh. two or three f bombs there was a couple of assholes that just like <laughs> Everyone in the show just talks like a fucking Kevin Smith character now. It's just fine. It's all just fine. <laughs> Ugh, hate it. Make it fucking oh, is that so. that what your notes were about? Fuck shit. Fuck, yeah, every fuck. time they swear, I wrote that. Oh, okay. I didn't get it. I just thought you were outraged at something. No, but no. I didn't know why. He's so bad. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's... I think there there are times where it doesn't bother me where it's written in character or it fits in the scene, but there's times where it's very clear we're allowed to say fuck now. So I'm going to put in some fucks. And yeah. It's just like, uh, like it feels childish at times. <laughs> and then at times it feels right. Like mm. whenever Rios does it, it it's okay. Yeah. And Raffi too. Like there's certain characters that can pull it off, I think. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but like really Riker show Riker okay. showing up and going ass. It's just like, mm. yeah, I'm going to kick your Romulan ass. Like, mm. come on. Man. I've watched, I've watched. Okay, yeah, that was stupid. I've watched Riker <laughs> talk for a long time now. And it's weird that he just yeah. started swearing when he had a kid. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't like their kid. Wow. Really? You're like the only one. I liked the character. No, Amanda I didn't either. Character. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't like that that she was their daughter. It felt weird. She was like five years old and they're like what? sixty. What? No, she I was like know. twelve. Yeah. And also it's the future and yeah. people like people can have kids older than like that's that's been a thing that technology's been getting better at anyway. Yeah. You can have kids in your forties now for the most part, and by the future you could probably have starting having kids in your sixties. That's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, but I felt like those two would have had kids a lot earlier. I think like I, they, I, I, I think they, they sort of have waited. Had like a lot of kids. No, they well, they had at least one more. Yeah, I guess. No, they didn't get married until like the last movie. Yeah. They didn't settle down until ten, fifteen years ago. Whatever. And that then was in they went off and had like time. another like Star Trek career that we don't see anything yeah. about. And those two, <laughs> those two, I think we all agree, fuck constantly, mm-hmm. and. They're, yeah, they're probably, exactly. but that's what I'm saying. They're probably very up on uh, several birth control methods because they don't want to have kids till they're ready because they're constantly boning, you know? I could definitely see Fair Troy enough. going, I do not want to be a mother for a yes. long time. I know time. what mothers are like. <laughs> I don't want to be that. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it took Bill like 15 years to talk her into it. Yeah. Like, Hard. Right. But I bet he's, <laughs> I bet he's going to die. Oh, look what happened. Yeah. Uh, hard uh, pass, Bill. Uh-huh. Still calling me Bill, huh? I could call you Nails if you like. I have found it, like... Only in the bedroom. I have discovered that I cannot call Will Riker Will Riker anymore. Like, no, I just refer those... to him as Bill. There's there's so many things we've 
we've just normalized on this show that people mm. are like, why do you do that? And it's every now and then I have to stop and like, oh, yeah, not everyone has listened to all 500 yeah. episodes of this show. <laughs> I, there was there were a handful there were a handful of early next gen episodes like mm-hmm. season one where they did call him Bill and yeah we thought that was fucking hilarious having seen a bunch of the rest mm-hmm. of it like wait Bill Bill really? and we just we just we just stuck with it yep well that's his name that's what they said his name is that's I, Bill good old I, Bill I use it every time I yell at Riker at the Riker Googling Twitter account <laughs> which is at least twice Bill. a day. <laughs> So talking, speaking of Riker, this is your uh, this is your good thing, Matt. Oh, so good seeing him one last time in the uniform. Um, yes. You've said a couple of times, like we do not see much of Starfleet in this show. Like we don't see a whole lot. No, like, and it's we fine. go to Starfleet. Like you said, it's command, but uh, like we don't see any Starfleet ships or whatever. And this one, we see fucking Bill Goddamn Riker in charge of a goddamn Starfleet ship, and it fucking rules. Yeah, I I don't like the the setting of the show is this guy's retired and he's mm-hmm. with a bunch of former Starfleet guys and we're sort of on the fringes and that's all fine with me. I don't yeah. mind that. But we haven't seen what like because this show's designed so well because it's got a great aesthetic. I want to see some ships. I just want to see like we mm-hmm. don't have to live on them. I just yeah. want to see what they look like now. And we got to see that little mm-hmm. of that. That was great. That's awesome. And fucking uh, as as previously stated, uh Jonathan Frakes good looking dude. Yes, he is. He looks good in that mm-hmm. uh, in that new uniform. Yeah, I dig the he new uniform. He has such a good voice too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his voice sounds like completely the same as it did twenty years ago. Like, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart has obviously aged a bit, but uh, Frakes, mm-hmm. you close your eyes and it's the same guy. Yeah, and there's so there's a there's a moment just when when Picard's doing his big speech to Soji, and it cuts. Apparently, everyone in the fucking show is listening to it at the same time. But uh, it cuts to Bill on his ship, just sort of like <laughs> smiling, like, "Yeah, that's the Picard I used to work with." Yep, that's Speech my guy. Speech it up, mm. Speechy. Yeah, I'm I'm here with the guns, <laughs> but I know guns aren't going to solve this because Dad Dad's going to deescalate mm. now. That's his thing. Yep, and, and, and he did. And he's a professional. That's his whole thing. Yeah. And there's a, I think it was the Guardian, like some major newspaper that doesn't usually write about this kind of stuff. The headline was like, Picard was the dark reboot nobody asked for. I'm like, it's, it's none of those things. You're the, no, it's not a reboot. It's continuation. Like it didn't, Mm -hmm. it didn't Mm -hmm. reset anything. Everything just follows on from before. Yeah. And it's not dark because it's still got that, that hopeful, optimistic, like Picard's still Picard. He's still arguing yeah. in favor of humanity. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Starfleet I mean, loses course, its way and Picard speeches until things are better. Yeah. Like, of course, things get bad. That's how you create, you know, conflict. Mm-hmm. That's conflict. That's not a dark, gritty yeah. no. reboot. It's like when people say DS9 was dark. It went to some dark places, but the whole point was our guys did the right things mm-hmm. to to make things better in dark times. And yeah, even when it was really, really bad, we still had that spark of yeah, human exactly. hope for the future. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes they get carried away with the hokey fucking, you know, the spirit of humanity bullshit. But when you do it right, it really works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they always did it right with Picard. Like, this guy is the best at that. Mm-hmm. His speeches were fucking, I mean, as always, the best thing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. I wonder how much of a hand Patrick Stewart had in that kind of thing. I'd be very I interested. Know. I know he's produ- like he's got a producer credit, but I don't know what that means. Yep. So I don't know if he gets involved Probably in the writing. Money. Producers usually mm. money. 
Uh, I know it would be dumb to have him around and not go like, you know, what would Picard say? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, look, we're all fans of this show, but you're obviously closer to this character than anyone. What do do you think? Right. Yeah, because I feel like if there was anything that didn't work, he would have told him to fix Mm. it. Yeah. (laughs) Or fixed it himself. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, this is definitely a 20 year old, like 20 years older Picard. Like there are things that are different. And I think they've done good Mm -hmm. with that. Like. A lot of his issues saying I love you to people he loves mm-hmm. and, and like his like he's still developing there like that that arc he had through mm-hmm. next gen where he's getting more comfortable. He's still struggling a bit. Yeah. And I love that. I really, really wanted when he was leaving the simulation with Data to come back to his new body. I really wanted him to tell him that he loves him. I mean, they had that whole he didn't say it when they were talking mm. about it. I know, I know, I know. But he was still—he still was like, "I'm—I really regret never telling you that I loved you." He didn't even say that. Well, Data said it for okay. him, which like it makes sense. But still, I—I I just wanted that Steven Universe cap on the end yeah. of it, where it's like, you know, I love you. Bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. Back to the waking world with me. <laughs> well, this this kind of leads into my good thing. I love what they ended up doing with data mm. i like that he's been mm. stuck in a moriarty box this whole time like he's his consciousness is in a simulation for the last 15 years and that his final act of being more human is that he wants to die like this was his thing from the first episode of next gen is what is it to be human i want to be more human how can mm-hmm. i do that and it's like well being mortal's part of it if you know you're never gonna die you're never really gonna feel like a human mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I don't have a body. I'm just kind of floating around in here by myself. Maybe now's a good time to get around to that mortality thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it gives him a so much better ending than he got in that terrible, terrible movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I thought, I, th- I really thought they were going to bring him back. I oh, yeah. Somehow by the end of this. <laughs> yeah, me too. He was going to be back to life and this was going to be. Th- and it wasn't that. It was they managed to do like it's a really hard line to walk to say. Mm-hmm. You you guys as fans get more of this great character mm-hmm. that everyone loves, but at the same time, we're not cheating out and saying, oh, he's not dead after all. He still died, and he got a much better death, and we got more of him on screen, but yeah. also he's still dead. Like, it was it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, it, so it was much. really good. And the, the sort of surreal quality of the two of them sitting quietly in this room that's, like, weird study that's painted dark gray and, yeah. like... It's mm-hmm. got, like, cool space nebula shit outside of it. Like, it was, I don't know. It was all shot well, and, of course, the acting was amazing. Yep. I liked all of that very much. Mm-hmm. They put two and, of the best actors in Star Trek in a room together and just let them go. Yeah. And those two characters mm-hmm. have always had that. Like, yeah. It, throughout Next Gen, they had, like, scenes together where Picard would be like, well, you know, Data, humans do it like this. And, you know, it's nice to get a oh, cap on that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. It was so good. And I, I really love, like, I'm sure this was a, a reference, like, at the very end when they when they uh, deactivate Data, uh, they're, they're uh, taking out the isolinear chips and they cut to him sitting in the study turning into an old man. And it's two different sequences from 2001. It's mm-hmm. where the computer is dying and where the dude is dying. And it's a nice sort of like, oh, yeah, because Data's a computer and he's a dude. Mm-hmm. They can kind of use both mm-hmm. symbols at the same time. And uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed that. Oh, that's a good catch up. I didn't notice that. Yeah. It all looked really good. <laughs> I haven't seen that, so I have no idea, but it sounds really good. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a very slow movie that's very pretty to look at, but it's real boring, too. Mm-hmm. Not the movie is really good. I mean, like, yeah. the 
correlation between yeah. the two it, and this one. It had to have been intentional, even to the point where his body dissolves and we go into space. There's that famous, you've probably seen it referenced, where a, an old man dies and turns into a space baby. It's like mm. one of the weirdest things that people have tried to been, be like, uh, figure out what it means <laughs> for like 50 years. And they kind of did that. They kind of did his body dissolved and then sort of like turned into this mist in space. And it was kind of that same thing. And mm. I don't know. I really like that. Uh, Nate, what was your good thing? Because we're still talking about this this whole sequence, actually. <laughs> I had a really hard time picking a good thing. Really? Because you liked a lot of the episode, uh, you said. I know. I know. But there was nothing where I was like, this thing is a good thing. <laughs> except for Seven of Nine. But that was like, the whole Seven of Nine arc is my sure, good you thing can do for that. the series. But yeah, well, I, I, what I put down for my good thing... <laughs> Is that I love that the song at the end, Blue Skies, they had um, Issa Briones, who plays the Soji and all of those mm-hmm. ilk. Um, she is actually singing that song. Oh! So, so there was something really cool about having Data's daughter singing his song after he's gone. Yeah, that is good. good. Yeah. Yeah, and also, thankfully, she's a professional singer, so it was re- like this song was beautiful to listen yeah. to as well. It wasn't just like, mm-hmm. well, I can kind of sing, I'll do the song. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is very So, like nice. when Data sang it. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, and that ties back to what I was saying it, it fixes Data's death because that song was associated with his death in that terrible, terrible movie. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. you have a beautiful memory of that. Instead mm-hmm. of a shitty one, like they fixed it, and that's good. And also, it's like he's 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 continuing on in his yeah, daughter. Right, it's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, so I mentioned is, that on, good. I mentioned this on Twitter, but that song's gonna be stuck in my head for another goddamn week. It is. It is an earworm as hell song. Mm-hmm. I'm not as into it as a lot of people are, but it will stick in your head no matter what. Yeah. Very much so. Mm, no. Not me. No. Huh. I'm kind of like. What did it sound like? It was nice. <laughs> the other night, Amanda and I... I did not remember that it was it. I did not remember that that was the song that he died. In Nemesis? Well, because nobody yeah. wants to remember fucking Nemesis. I don't blame you. No, I don't remember that movie. Yeah, rightfully so. I, one of the things I appreciate about the... All right, go ahead. No, you go ahead. One of the things I appreciate about this show is that they never refer to Nemesis. It's always just the incident where Data died. Yeah, they don't talk about all the other shit that happened. It's it real It's real nice himself. for them to not go. Remember that time Shinzon was here and he was a clone <laughs> of Picard and he was played by the he was played by fucking Mad Max? That yeah. sucked. That was a real sucky <laughs> mission that we all went on. I don't even think like there was an easy way they could have tied in Romulans and said mm-hmm. well, the last time we ran into the Romulans this happened. Nope. A bunch of sh- just... a bunch of dumb bullshit happened. And I feel like this writing team <laughs> went through and said, "Okay, what is the only, like? What are the salient points? That's the what are the important things that we need to highlight? Mm-hmm. Data died. That's it. Everything else we can throw out. That's the important part. <laughs> Fuck the rest of it. Yep, and rightly so. Oh, real <laughs> so bad. Movie sucks. Uh, yeah. So overall, what do we think? Like, like." The series, like ten episodes, like I, I said all along, I liked about seventy five percent of the show, and I stand by that. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? That sounds. About I think more right. than seventy percent. Like I think the 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 stuff I enjoyed outweighs the stuff I didn't like. You know. Yeah. Like I I I I, fought... I think if I went back through and looked at everything closely, I would hit seventy five percent. I could definitely see that. Um, oh, do you have like a bad taste in your mouth right now because of the finale? Mm, no. Oh, okay. 
I just enjoyed it as I was watching it because I wasn't thinking about it too ah, hard. So, fair. yeah. <laughs> no, I still think the Romulans are nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, we've said this from the very there beginning. There was no motivation for the they, bad guys. They, no. they tried real hard this time to make the Romulans something, and they failed yet again. We said this every time they sh- they showed back up. It's like, okay, now, it, like, the Klingons and the Romulans were always the two big guys, and the Klingons were very well fleshed mm-hmm. out over mm-hmm. lots of time and lots of different series, and why didn't the Romulans get that same treatment, and when's it going to happen? And we're like, okay, now is finally the time. It's it's modern times. People write better now. They'll, yeah. they'll fix this. And it's yeah. still nothing. <laughs> no, they, they, mm-hmm. they tried so hard with, like, the Romulans who hate robots and the Romulan samurais and the Romulan refugees and all this stuff and stuff like there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, most, most of what you mentioned there the is good. That, yeah, mostly the guys that live yeah. at Picard's house. But like, mm-hmm. might be time I to like just let the, the Romulans go, guys. Try something new. I li- like you know nobody likes Elnor, but I did like where he came from. I like those people. I like the warriors. <laughs> I like Elnor. Mm, you like to look at Elnor. Nate likes Elnor. Well. No one likes Elnor. <laughs> I I like I like him as like for what he is, which is nothing. He's nothing. He the whole series is like, I'm here. Why am I here? I don't know. Everyone's like, Why are Mm -hmm. you here? Oh, you have to come Mm, on. We don't know. No one knows. And then Picard's like, Ah, Elmore. Yes, my good little (laughs) lad. Mm, Bat, bat, bat. Next, you have. Why am I here? I don't know. Why? Why is he here? You have to do the bad Australian accent when you do Elmore. Come on. Uh, Boomerang. I I can't. (laughs) Kangaroo. (laughs) Crikey. Yeah, there you go. No, it doesn't have to be an accurate one. It has to be like a Nick and Willikins level Australian accent. That's how you do Elnor. (laughs) Does does he say anything? Not really, no. (laughs) I pledge my sword to your quest. I like Picard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. I like Steven. You're my best friend had this moment where like when he first showed up I'm like who is this character for he's a fucking lord of the rings elf in in star trek who is he for and i'm scrolling through tumblr and nate retweeted a thing like isn't he beautiful like oh nate that's who he's for. <laughs> he's pretty <laughs> i like to look at him he has very long that's hair fair. <laughs> i can't begrudge you that he's not to my taste but i can see compl- as soon as i saw that it's like oh of course of course i like his romulan skirt mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it comes off as sort of like a warrior kilt thing. Mm-hmm. That's not so bad. I actually genuinely liked the scene where Narek and uh, Rafi and Rios and, and Elnor are sitting around the campfire telling stories about Romulan mythology. I legit liked that. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's very, uh, Matt, you said sounded very Klingon and you're not wrong. It yeah, also there's a lot like of like was... monsters coming out of the sky that like eat bones and like eat babies. Bleed <laughs> to me, it sounded like. It sounded like the Book of Revelations from the actual mm. Bible, just like find and replace with some Romulan names. Sure. Mm-hmm. But what I liked was we're getting a little more Romulan backstory, and it reminded me, oh, right, these two are from the same culture. This is one thing they have in common, and they're kind of like finishing the story for each other. And for a moment, mm-hmm. my two least favorite characters were kind of interesting to me, and I, you know, I kind of liked that scene. But only for a moment. Yeah, only for like <laughs> And then they both went back to being dorks. Yeah, and well, that is like one sentence in my summary. They had a campfire and told a mm-hmm. story, but like the actual scene itself was really good and it was beautiful and it was like it was well, nice good. to like just listen to the story. It's good world building and it's good character stuff. Mm-hmm. It just didn't contribute anything to the plot. And 
like like mm-hmm. all all of us for the last 10 weeks trying to summarize this show you went to like three pages because there's so fucking a much lo- to talk about a lot mm-hmm. happened yeah i think i think <laughs> matt might have had the easiest job because you had the first one mm-hmm. just luck of the draw but <laughs> like, card is the here more... he has friends yeah. the end there's a dog yeah <laughs> but the more things piled on, the harder it became. And like yeah. last week, I was like, Jesus, how do you people do this? It's only for, I mean, I mean, the writers on the show. How yeah. do you pack, like, yeah. I, I like that. It doesn't feel like so many streaming shows where it's, you're waiting for something to happen because it's one of the middle episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. good. But it's also very hard to like tell someone what happened. It did feel a little bit checklisty though. Because yeah. there's like a lot of things where it was like, just people telling things instead of doing things, but that was because to show everything you would need another three or four episodes. Mm. Also, then you might have gotten some interpersonal connection scenes where it's just like just characters being together I rather think, than plot. I think happening. we needed more of that. Yes, yeah, especially for like the supporting. Yes, people. I agree. But I will say, it, like Discovery felt so stretched out, like. Mm-hmm. Just get to the point already. Weeks and weeks of who's the red angel. Oh my god! And this show didn't feel like that. Yeah, that's true. It yeah. did. It did rush things that it shouldn't have. But at least it didn't feel like our time was being wasted. Mm-hmm. You know. So this is a mixed mm-hmm. bag. Except for the extended dying scene. Yeah, but again, of the morning scene for someone who's not dead. But again, I mean, <laughs> yes, I agree, obviously, but. Also, that scene between uh, Seven and Rios was fucking beautiful. I mean, honestly, the scene with Raffi and yeah, Elba was, was also really very good. good. Like, Yeah, but but mm-hmm. I mean beautiful in the sense of look at these two gorgeous human beings. And then also they're sharing a very good emotional moment. Yes. Whereas mm-hmm. Raffi hugging the idiot was nice. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's just it's just an estranged mom finding someone else to be a mom to and an idiot. Like it's, it was a great scene. I'm not denying that, but I love being you know. mean to Elmo. He was a sad, sad Like boy. I want to steal his bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Yeah. No. Like, I just, go on, I just want to bully him. You know, would he go on a Pee Wee Herman quest to get it back? If you did perhaps that? that's the quest that he would lend his blade to Elnor's big adventure. Uh, <laughs> oh, like no. I want to put him in uh, untitled goose game. And then untie his shoelaces. <laughs> yes. Oh, so good. Lock him in a phone booth. Steal yeah. a sword. Mm-hmm. And then make him pay to buy it back. <laughs> I feel like that was his life on the on Warrior Nun Planet, like every day. Yeah. They're like, Poor can, guy. You, can you take him with you? Because he's not doing great here. Yes. Like for the past entire yeah. life yeah. of his. Since, since you left kid. when he was six or however old he was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love him. That's fine. Yes. And, and Picard's blind, just adoration and, uh, you know, all of that the, is so great. You're too. the best boy. He's my favorite boy. <laughs> I just like. Such a good Picard, boy. The other, he came back to see Picard, me. the other Romulans are being really mean to me. Well, those people aren't really your friends if they don't see the, your beauty, your inner beauty. <laughs> They're just jealous. Aww. Come over here and I'll read the Three Musketeers to you again, and then I'll make you honeyed crackers. <laughs> if, if he had actually died when, when we were supposed to think he died, mm-hmm. like the, they would have turned mm-hmm. on Elnor instantly, the rest yep. of them. Uh, out. You. Out. Now. 
No, we definitely don't only need a, spa what, a space samurai anymore. I uh, know that's my only kept thing around was for him. <laughs> it's true. Also, any of the Riosas could be a samurai if we really needed one. Mm -hmm. We're fine. <laughs> uh, what else? Just give him a sword and let him hang off of like some like a rope or something. Problem solved. Mm -hmm. No, he's, he's you know Spanish, so you yeah. give him like uh, the Don Quixote thing. Yeah, there you go. Then it's like culturally oh, appropriate. Okay, okay. You know that that like knight kind of thing. Uh, I love the Rios mm -hmm. holograms so yep. much. I would watch the Rio the Rios show where it's all Rios uh -huh. all the time. Well, yeah, I think I think I don't know that there has ever been anything in the history of the post-atomic horror where every single guest and the two of us agree on one thing so strongly but I think Rios is it yep I think He's we're so all just like oh what a what a what a pretty man oh <laughs> that's fine mm -hmm. oh there's well there's, there's one of me <laughs> mm -hmm. but really back to that that scene between him and seven mm -hmm. it was it was just so like mm -hmm. like yeah okay they're they're the two most attractive people in the show but also it was like the acting was great too like just mm -hmm. yeah it was really good the is meaningful yeah. they were saying something yeah, and that's the connection that maybe they should have given her and raffi before they mm -hmm. held hands for a split second yeah that'd be nice right Yes. Just the one scene like that would yeah, have been enough. It was just, yeah. They were just like, they were just both sad and standing yeah. in a room like, mm, wanna? Yeah, I guess so. Mm, bang, bang, mm -hmm. bang, done. Uh -huh. There was nothing there. There was no connection. They shouldn't. Oh, have no, I was talking about, I was talking about Raffi and Seven, that. but also, also Agnes and Rios. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there was nothing before for yeah. Agnes or Seven and yeah. Raffi. Yeah. What the fuck was that? That was. Bullshit. I would say Raffi really won me over. Like, I still don't like her backstory that much because it was nothing. But yeah. in the last half of the series, like the second half of the series, the last five episodes, she's been great. Like, mm -hmm. I, I liked her as a train wreck. I liked her pulling herself out of the train wreck. I love her, like, uh, her, her smugness about being right about all mm -hmm. of this. Yeah. She's mm -hmm. got that great bit with Rios at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, I, I liked her the whole way through. She's really I, good. I just, I wanted to like her. And then we got to look at mm -hmm. what she was about, and it was like, oh, okay, her her family doesn't like her. This is this is nothing. But she herself, yeah. I always enjoyed. I, I I feel like that's backstory we don't need to focus on going forward. Like it can just be a thing we know happened. Like we don't have to go back and see what her family's up yeah, to. Yeah, like inform yeah. the character. Yeah, all they all they mm -hmm. had to say was, my family won't talk to me because I've been spouting all this crazy conspiracy bullshit. We didn't. Maybe if we didn't have that scene, I wouldn't have felt yeah. the way I do. But I love she and Rios have a scene at the beginning of this, and those two together are great also. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm, she's, yeah. she's teaching him how to use Nate's magic wand. And uh, oh, I was I was yeah, pausing right. for your rage there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and she's she figures out how to use it before he does, and she says, "Say the words, say those sweet three words. <laughs> you were right." Sam again. Magic is real. Sam again. <laughs> Fuck off. <sighs> Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. He said piss off, which I preferred. Yeah. yeah. Very but much if he'd so. said fuck, like off. if he'd said fuck off, I would have fit. Those two, those two are a little rough around the edges. Like mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that doesn't that doesn't feel as weird as Bill saying it. 
open a fucking channel. I'm going to kick a Romulan ass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you can kick my ass. I'll kick your yeah. ass. <laughs> what, is she Skeletor? I'm evil. <laughs> I would like to end the universe. <laughs> no, just one planet. That'd be fine. <laughs> no, they want they want the robots to come and kill all humans. Oh, oh, no, no, the Romulans don't. don't. No. Oh, no, Commodore O wanted to decimate the robot planet so that they wouldn't summon mm -hmm. the evil. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Also, Soji wanted the evil robot this. tentacles. Right. Uh, which we haven't really talked about. Stupid. I am 95% sure are, are uh, related to control from Discovery. Yeah, you mentioned that. I think uh, that makes a lot of sense. Because we definitely saw an episode where I think it was Michael and Bag Salad being chased <laughs> in, a, in a shuttle. By those same, uh, mm -hmm. like, Doc Ock arms. Yeah. I was very disappointed to see those yeah. robot tentacles. And I'm here for robot tentacles. That's usually my jam. Right? No, I, I... Me too. Also, they looked, like, entirely out of place yep. in this whole show. It was like, what the fuck yeah. is this? It wasn't even like, this is an otherworldly thing. It was like, this isn't yeah. the wrong yeah, show. Yeah, this is that grimdark <laughs> bullshit that Disco does. And mm -hmm. Yeah. I like the aesthetic of this show so much more. Yeah. That mm -hmm. said, there is a, like, 15-second teaser image that ran before this episode on CBS All Access, and I think it looks pretty good, actually, for Disco Season 3. Michael looking like yes. a fucking badass. Yeah, standing on, Hell like, a yeah. ruined planet with the tattered remains of a Federation flag. Like, they'll probably mess that up, but it looks promising. Pretty cool! Whatever the fuck we'll it comes see. out. Yeah. I'll just watch it and enjoy it while it's happening and not think about it too hard, except for the episode I have to summarize for The thing this. is, someone wrote in about this, and we'll talk about this more next week when we do our supplemental, but there's like, mm -hmm. when that show was on, you guys talked about liking it. Why are you now saying you didn't? And I can only speak for me. It's I did like it. I'm excited yeah. for I, more. First of all, as it went, I, I said this. I said... I love these characters. This plot is stupid. I definitely said that out loud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also, yeah. I, I definitely held back on some of my negativity because I don't want to do a Star Trek show where all I talk about is I hate Star Trek. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's so nice that there's a second series. Well, everybody else seems to be okay with doing uh, that. <laughs> after Enterprise, I felt stupid. like I really don't want to keep doing this if, if I don't like this. Why yeah. Why do this? But mm -hmm. Enterprise was, was exhausting. Like, yeah. But... But Picard mm -hmm. came in, I like more of it than I don't, and mm -hmm. it takes the pressure off. It's, It doesn't feel, like, I don't feel so negative because, no, I like some Star Trek, and also Disco, if it could get its act together, I would like that too. And that's like the, the you were saying, like, a million years ago, like, when you have a whole bunch of different shows yes. that are still in the Star Trek universe. It doesn't have to yeah. be for everyone because there's going to be another yes. thing that's for other people and you don't have to be an asshole about it if you don't like one of them yeah, on the right. internet. So fuck <laughs> off. Well, we, we have signed up to be assholes each and every week. So yeah, that's, that's kind of our... No, you have signed up to have a loving review of a show that you love and sometimes and also it's very Enterprise. bad. And you have to say that it's very bad when it is very bad, or else you're an yeah, idiot. But, but Voyager was mostly bad. Enterprise was all bad. Disco is a lot of bad. Like, there was just so many in a row. Yeah, but you find good things well, that's true. every time. Some of them are <laughs> cheap, Yeah, but, you know, you try. That's... And it's because you love the show. I don't want to listen to people who are ashamed of yeah, liking Yeah, there's already a, a podcast Why would that. anybody want to listen to that? I feel like you're, I feel like you're making one. a very specific uh, targeted uh, 
accusation right what? now. What? Why would mm-hmm. you think that? I don't listen to podcasts, so I couldn't possibly say. <laughs> yeah, I do, and it gets. Uh, no, I have to hear advertisements. I just, I just love this time. show. No, that sucks. Yeah. All right. Uh, I skipped. Yeah, right. So we fuck. should start wrapping things up. Do you guys yes. have other things? Um. Let's see. Robot tentacles. I hate Elmo. Uh, <laughs> Snakehead. Oh, Snakehead. Yeah, Snakehead was... Snake. All of us were like, yeah. Snakehead? No, I remembered it because they said it last week, too. I remembered it being stupid last week. It's so all. stupid. It's, it, it's <laughs> the name of Narek's ship. Is called a Snakehead. Look it up in Memory Alpha. It yeah. says... Because it's... Shaped like that's a, a bad name for a spaceship, Narek. You should I mean, feel so ashamed. Stupid. No, it's the model of ship. He didn't name it that. It's like it's like a warbird. They're all. Called he that. should still feel ashamed. <laughs> this is my ship. I named it Snakehead because I have a dark, grim past, and I need to atone. Yeah, they don't, a couple of they people don't pointed out. The... We don't know what happened to him. No, we don't. He disappeared. Yeah, he just like there was a part. They, they bring him in. The Scooby game brings the prisoner mm. back to the robots, and then they yeah. let them in and ignore yeah. them. So they take the handcuffs off of him, and he's hiding in the corner when Alton shows back up. And then they kick people in the face, and we never. No, see yeah, them. The, the even the series got bored of him. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah. Are you howling like a wolf right now? Ooh. Mm, I'm howling oh, okay. like a... Hmm. Uh, do you have a quote for us? I think that's all my business. Um, <laughs> you can pick which quote you want to hear. There's, there's the one where Commodore O says the Disney villain line, which is that's the most fucking hilarious I also love that she does it to a completely empty bridge. Yep. Yeah, there's no one there. There's nothing. She just, we're staring up at her, and she's in her little evil outfit going, man. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's where I'm going to, here's where I'm going to play the quote right now. I'm going to play it here. At last, our great work is nearly at an end. Okay. And what was the runner up? Because I'm not digging up two quotes. <laughs> but I put the timestamp for both. Uh, of them, you so didn't be, under the under know. the part where it says quote. You only gave me the one. I'll give you that the one if you nope, want it. Nope, it's nope. the part where Picard is saying the um, Shakespeare mm. business as yeah. he does when he's unplugging. Matt loved data. that, right? Oh yeah, it's a lovely poem. Matt loves Shakespeare. I fucking hate Shakespeare, but I like Picard reciting Shakespeare. So, well, all right. Yeah, same. Also, like, I don't like poetry, but I like to listen to Patrick mm-hmm. Stewart, so... <laughs> well, and he's been doing that since the whole quarantine thing. He's been reading, like, a Shakespeare sonnet a day, which is mm-hmm. kind of cool. So, for those of you who are not aware of that, you could I seek that out. I just don't understand. No, poetry's yeah, hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's dumb, <laughs> mm-hmm. but... All right. I think it's it's like the feeling of when everybody in the restaurant is singing happy birthday to you and you're just sitting there like, mm, what do I do? I don't do I clap? Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. Are you done? Are you guys done yet? It's more like when we when cool. we did one of our karaoke gatherings and and Sweet Caroline was playing and everyone did the bop bop bop. I'm like, I've never heard this song. What the fuck did everyone just do? That's how it feels to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's going yeah. on? I mean, now I I do it along with everyone, but sure. at the time I did not know what the hell it was. <laughs> That's delightful. That's how poetry feels to me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Nate, you got anything you'd like to plug? Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter at Nathan Laj, L-A-J. Um, um, you can watch Pete the Cat on Hell Amazon yes. Prime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're seven years old, um, I am working on that you show. You are a professional damn animator uh, working on a professional damn animated show. You're goddamn right. It's true. But not for long. So if anything, I mean, born, <laughs> a lot of us are kind of starting to face that as well, unfortunately. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, check that out. That's Excellent. my shit. Uh, okay, well, uh, next week, as I said, we will be doing our usual supplemental episode. Mm-hmm. If you have questions about uh, Picard, anything we said, anything you think we got wrong, uh, maybe not what we got wrong. I don't really care about that. <laughs> we'll throw uh, those letters away. <laughs> Yeah, please write to us, postatomichorror at gmail. We'd love mm-hmm. to hear from you. Uh, we do have a plan for what comes after because, once again, we find ourselves without Star Trek. We're not yeah. we're not going to reveal that just yet. Next no, we'll week. We'll tell you uh, next week. Uh, mostly because I got to I gotta make a few things first. Sure. But uh, it's 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 set. <laughs> we're doing it. We have mm-hmm. a plan. It's We're not going to be wandering around aimlessly like last time. It's mm-hmm. going to we're like we're going to have a plan this time. It's going to be I think cool. So. Yeah. Um. I think people will I very much I, enjoy it. I think it. that they will. Uh, let's see. Our website is ever postatomichorror.com. The Tumblr is postatomichorror.tumblr.com. We are on Twitter at Algar at Robot Matt. Uh, please listen to our fanfic series, Endeavor. Uh, episode two of that will be dropping on uh, the 1st of April, which mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, next our, Wednesday, our I believe. Yeah. Episode two of season two. Season mm-hmm. two. Uh, is a whole season one for you to our enjoy. patrons already okay. have access to 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 that episode and uh so far the reception has been good which mm-hmm. uh, is, is very nice so please check that out uh matt you you had something you wanted to say no oh yeah um i just wanted to take a moment um we uh um things are rough put you on the spot here. no no um i'll keep this uh relatively quick um we everyone's been going through kind of a rough time lately so um you know what with the uh coronavirus going on and everything um my family specifically my wife and i um i uh was laid off last week um and you know things were looking really really rough so um finding out that uh a lot of you guys who do the patreon uh, sort of came together to um, give my wife Mal and I a very much needed hand um, was um, one of the nicest, most uh, beautiful things that anyone's ever done for us. So um, I just wanted to say to everyone out there, you know, um, thank you. We we really needed this. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I, I want to I want to clarify a, a lot of that was the patrons and several of them stepped up and, and donated additional money. Mm. That was also uh, what we normally do with our Patreon take is split it between all the various yes. performers and anyone else who's contributed things. Everyone I, down to mm. a person said, I will forego my cut this month. I mean, it's not big. It's they get five or 10% depending Look, on what they do. Uh, but every, the fact is that really everyone helped. said, I don't want, I don't want to get paid for this gig. You promised me to pay me for instead please contribute it to, to Matt and Mal. Yeah. And uh, so, so 
it was our it was our uh, uh, patrons, but it was also like all the people that yeah. contribute to Endeavor and and everything else. So uh, so yeah, um, know, thank you everyone guys who came together a, a, a lot. <laughs> um, it, it really helped in a very very dark time for us. Of course. All right. Well, on that happy note, yeah, uh, we will be back <laughs> next week with a supplemental. Yeah. Uh, see you, folks. The Post-Atomic Horror Podcast is a co-production of Ron Elgar-Watt and Matt Robotham. Copyright 2020. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.